Oh, he's another one that's like gotten hotter as he aged. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, from a female's perspective, yes. from my perspective, yes. that he's done all kinds of different stuff too. But yeah, music. Yeah. Music was a big thing. MTV was a big thing. And I introduced you to the Dave Matthews Band. That's true. Let's peek inside the mind of a boomer. This is Boomer Randomness, a podcast dedicated to the baby boom generation with random observations about boomer life from boomers, including topics like music, movies, memories, marriage and divorce, retirement, bucket lists, kids and grandkids, travel, and a whole lot more. Here's your boomer host, Bernie Lucas. Gen X is the demographic designation for the generation following baby boomers. One of my best friends is Leah Schultes, a Gen Xer who lives in Asheville, North Carolina. She was in town recently for my wedding reception, and we decided to hit record and see what happens. Here is that conversation. Did you tell me that you you weren't you weren't really even familiar with with that terminology? No, I mean I've heard of like baby boomers before. Yeah. Um, but I never really knew that my generation had a name, you know, or, or a tagline or whatever you want to call it. The preppy movement, you know, in the early eighties, I was aware of that, you know, or, you know, the young adults were, that were considered preppies. I, I was aware of that, but I never knew my generation had a thing. I was like, Oh, so I guess I am generation X. How old am I now? I'm like, well, I have to remind myself. You are 52? 52. I'll be 53 in December, and I don't know uh, how that happens, but it happens. <laughs> I've known you since before you were 40. Correct, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember there was a big deal. Oh, God, I'm going to be 40 someday. Right. You know, you know. Like, what do I do? Should I have a party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Generation X was 1965 to 1980. That's a long span of time. 15 years. And the boomers, that's... Uh, 18 years. Yeah. I mean, th- some of these are based on spikes. If you look at a graph of births in different time periods, uh, you know, and the baby boom thing, it's like it was a big spike right after World War II. So World War II ended in, in 45. And so all the, you know, troops coming home and, you you know, things are better. We're not at war anymore. Start families. Right, and that's right. where the boom started. Yeah. And then it started to subside by about 64. But that's an 18-year spread. Yeah. You know, so that's almost too long. And I've said that on the on the podcast before, and even all the way back to the, my first episode. It's like, what does a 77-year-old have in common with a 59-year-old? And there are right. some things, but this is boomer randomness. So right. it's like, who am I to question? I'll, I'll go with that 18-year spread. Right. The one before boomers, and I think your dad fits in this one, um, they called the uh, a silent generation, 1925 to 1945. Oh, wow. So then there's baby boomers, 46 to 64, Generation X, 65 to 80, millennials, 1981 to 1996. So that's my wife's kids, you know, yeah. are both in the millennial range. But I, I wonder with the Gen X stuff, what was going on in the world then? I mean, it was pre-Vietnam, then post-Vietnam. Gen X, yeah, 65, yes. Vietnam ended early 70s, 70. Yeah. Five, I think. And then the whole Nixon Watergate scandal. That would be, yeah, very early don't, on. Don't know how that affected, like, people wanting to have babies, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were just tired of watching the news, so they went to the bedroom. Who knows? <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
What is your take in general? And forget that I'm sitting here and we've known each other for 14, 15 years, right. but it's like, what is your take on, on boomers in general? Oh, wow. Um, I think they have a lot of knowledge and experience that us younger people really need to pay attention to. Plus, I've kind of wanted to ask my dad to write down some stories or some of his experiences. I know he won't do it. I know my mom talked about it. Maybe I can get my uncle to write stuff. But, you know, you guys, you know, my mom grew up. Um, she was born in 39. So she vaguely remembers her dad going to World War II. Now, at that time, he was too old to, to go to combat, but he did other stuff. So you're talking about war rations. I actually found some war stamps wow. that my grandparents had saved, and I know they're not, you know, worth anything. But I'm like, oh wow, war stamps! Oh my god, you uh -huh. know. So the boomer generation, regardless of your economic status, you have a wealth of knowledge and experience and memories where you saw war multiple presidents you know my mom said she remembers when jfk got shot where she was you know i remember where i was when the space shuttle challenger went down right, right you know so you have all these really hot topic historical stuff that happened within our country you know you you had seen um how modern technology has progressed and changed you know from these big giant computer machines that took up a whole room to like now it's all on your watch yeah there's just so much that you guys have witnessed in, in your lifetimes and still are witnessing the changes us younger folk you know <laughs> and the younger kids and the teenagers we really need to pay attention because our world is going to continue to move fast forward and it's going to continue to become will become more dependent on technology you wrote letters or called people. You had more in-person time. You know, you sent you sent birthday cards and thank you cards. And now everybody just sends it through a text, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's a some sort of, I feel like that's kind of like an emotional detachment. And I kind of fear that that will continue in a way that there won't be more emotional attachment in, in interpersonal relationships as our modern technology progresses and people work from home more relations between people will diminish it won't be as strong as it has been in previous generations there's some backlash sometimes you know boomers we all think we rule the world and kind of technically we do but biggest shock when i started this podcast and looking up the statistics and actually in terms of percentage of population the millennials are a quarter percent ahead of us boomers oh wow and i think Yours is the next, the, like in third place. It's in all place. it's all fairly close, but right. there's a little bit of boom, you know backlash. I think probably more with millennials than than uh, Gen X. But it's like okay, boomers, you're old, get out of the way. Right. Any any feeling in among your peeps and your age range about that kind of thing? Well, I mean, we really haven't talked about it so much. Um, I think the millennial generation, because of my work environment and um, working with some of these younger kids, you know, they're kids to me. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> some of these, this younger generation, I feel like they're completely clueless as to what it really means to be an adult or behave like an adult or um, prepare 
for adulthood. You know, like you're going to need this kind of money to get an apartment and, you know, cars cost this much. Like there's not, I feel like there's not much structure or teaching. I feel like I have no evidence, <laughs> but I feel like with some of these millennials I have encountered, everything was done for them or given to them. And so the work ethic is like really non-existent. Yeah, you know? it is a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, and some of them, I feel like they're just so ungrateful, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, um, um, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Come on. Like, how's this going to help you when you're an adult? Yeah. Um, but who am I to judge? You know, it's just an observation, but I'm kind of fearful of that little generation. What gives me hope is these younger kids who are like are in high school now are becoming more politically involved or politically conscious or interested. And like there's that 15 year old kid from somewhere who follows, he's, he's an aspiring journalist. Uh And so he's been going to political rallies like DeSantis and like other political contenders. And he's asking them hard questions Yeah, yeah. and he's getting kicked out. Right. Like the last DeSantis thing, and it could have been any political person. Right. Okay. Right, I'm not right. trying to pick on any candidate or right, party, right, right. but the security people already knew he was coming and they escorted him out. Mm. Now, this kid is not being hateful or ugly. I mean, he's actually asking very well pointed, direct, hard questions. Yeah. And he's like, and this kid's honest, like, I can't vote yet, but what are your takes on this and this, you know, and ABCD? Mm-hmm. And like they dance around him and like the last political rally, security escorted him out. Yeah. I cannot believe a grown freaking adult, not to mention a politician. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't matter what party they were, are afraid of a freaking 15 year old kid asking questions. Oh, yeah. If you're afraid, then something's wrong. Right. Something's wrong with that candidate. And I hope to God this kid keeps on going to all these little rallies and asking these questions because he's really interested. He's concerned about his generation. He's, you know, concerned about his future. And like, yeah, like you go get, you go, dude. I can't, I can't remember his name. We can Google it. Yeah. But, uh, and eventually I think they did let him back in, but they really kind of avoided him asking any more questions. This is the Boomer Randomness Podcast. I'm Bernie Lucas talking with Gen Xer Leah Schultes about a Gen Xer's view of boomers. Music. We'll get oh. something something lighter here because you and I have shared music. We've been friends for a long time. We'll talk about this really unique friendship as well. But we've been sharing music off and on for a long time. It's like, yeah. so you're Gen X. I'm Boomer. I I, I like all music but my comfort zone is still 60s and 70s. And sure. It's kind of my, you know, high school, college years. What is your take on on music kind of from your youth and now? Wow. Well, so when I was young, and I'm talking like grade school, you know, I remember, let's say five to ten. Um, and that was back in the day. You could call your local radio station and say, hey, I want you to play this song. Can you play this song? You know, make a request on certain hours. Yeah. So there were two songs that I would call, and I wouldn't call like every day. Like I, I just remember doing this maybe two or three times because yeah. um, I was like so nervous. Like, uh, you know, I hate, can, can you, can you play this song for me? You know, right, right. 
But the two songs that I always wanted to hear was Dancing Queen by ABBA uh-huh. and Hotel California by the Eagles. Right. So you're talking kind of like a disco-y song, and then you're talking about, I don't know, a rock song? Like, mm-hmm. how would you categorize that? Yeah. yeah um, but what I realized, they're both fun songs, but I, what I realized later, it was the harmonies uh-huh. for me. And I loved it. And I remember roller skating to certain disco music, <laughs> you know, and then MTV happened. My radio station played certain popular songs, but the demographics where I grew up were not like New York or California where they played different kind of music. Yeah. You grew up in Arkansas. Yes. Yeah. Fort Smith, Arkansas, home of the Hanging Judge. That's our claim to fame, folks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, when MTV came around, boom. Like, all of a sudden, we were introduced to all these different kind of bands, you know, from all across the country and from England and Ireland and all these punk rock people in, like, the British invasion, like the second British invasion, as they would call it, like the alternative music and the new wave. And I clung on to that. Uh Like, oh, Duran Duran. Guys, like, if you're a 12-year-old girl, Duran (laughs) Duran came on, you were, like, into it. That was even ahead of the the, the boy bands for another decade. And they're they're still around, and they still look good. They're still stylish, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, all you know, that was a big thing for these guys to be stylish and wear makeup and just really kind of, you know, sing their songs like right, throw right. out some killer songs with that everyone could sing and dance to uh-huh. um billy idol dude oh yeah you know yeah. he was my fantasy bad boy rocker dude i'm like <laughs> yeah you know and, and he's he, kind of still around i he's saw him still around i saw him at the iHeartRadio music festival in maybe 2016 or something like that whatever year it was and he was on uh, it, 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 with Miley Cyrus, yeah, you know she she was a guest with him or vice. Well, he he did the set, and then she was what they called a, what a surprise guest collaboration. Right, right. That was. I think they did Rebel Yell, and she was just so impressed. But it's like yeah. they, you know they were he was hanging on and and sounded good. Yeah, you know, and it was still sounds good. I'm like, yeah. and he's still kind of hot. I'm like, dang, Billy Idol. You yeah, know? yeah. And Miley Cyrus <laughs> probably half his age. You yeah, know, but, I'll have to Google that to get right. the age. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he will sting. Oh, he's another one that's like gotten hotter as he aged. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, from a female's perspective, yes. from my perspective, yes. but he's done all kinds of different stuff too. But yeah, yeah. music. Music was a big thing. MTV was a big thing. And I introduced you to the Dave Matthews Band. That's true. That's I was true. like all about, you know. Just... I was late to the party for two really significant artists, Dave Matthews and U2. Yeah. And it was like years after their, you know, everybody but me knows of them. Right. Well, I also, I worked in country music for a long time and I kind of got, uh, wasn't paying as much attention to other other genres. Right. But, you know, I mean, U2 is probably of, of the rock kind of bands that would be yeah. probably my favorite and uh and dave matthews and and i like my my approach on dave matthews is different than yours i think and, uh, although maybe not mine is more on the musicianship of him and his bands mm-hmm. and he has very unique lyrics and yeah. a very unique persona right but um kind of what i hear mostly and and the times that i've seen him three or four times it's the musicianship of that band is yeah. just incredible yeah. And he's one of those artists, I mean, I can, now that I don't have to wear my radio rah-rah hat, I can say that he's an artist that is as popular as ever 
maybe more so, can still sell out arenas and outdoor venues with virtually no radio hits in probably 15 or 20 years. He's had a few things that are on the radio, but not that much. But he's got that kind of following. Jimmy Buffett was like that, too. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got a huge following, the whole band. And they just recently put out a new album a few months ago. I have friends who followed um, Fish in Widespread Panic. Uh Now, good bands, I've heard one or two songs from them. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But they go like every year or they'll go to two concerts a year. And there's kind of like the Grateful Dead. There's like a whole lot of people that follow these bands. A friend of mine in Dallas likes Fish so much that he goes to Mexico every year to see them at this particular thing. He sees them near where he lives. He's been here to the Washington, D.C. area. I mean, he yeah. he follows them around. And, it, and it's about the show and the yes. musicianship. Because like yeah. those bands, they may put out like a couple of new songs every two, three years or a new album every four or five years. Yeah. But kind of like, you know, same with the Dave Matthews Band. Right. I think this album, it's been like, I, I would say at least maybe five years, um, if not more. But... Dave is my fish. You know, Dave yeah, is my yeah. widespread, widespread panic. Like, right. I go every year, and I'm going in a couple of months, you right. know, where I go, right. like, twice a year. Sometimes, like, when I finished nursing school, I saw him twice in one, one, year, one year. And one, I was like, Twice Whoa! in one, one week, I think. Yes. That was the, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it's a, it's about the band. It's about the energy and their musicianship and, you know, how they interact and play together in their jams. And it's just such a happy, happy feeling. This is the Boomer Randomness Podcast. So this podcast, Boomer Randomness, started as a blog, and it was my my second generation of blog. My first one, when I was in my 50s, I, I called it, it was, it was 50-something, but a little play on words there, 50. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm 50. And, and I don't know that I want to do the whole story here, but basically you had a blog. Yeah. And... Uh, some a friend of yours found mine by way of a friend of mine's blog. Yeah. And we found each other's blog. And then when I realized you were, you know, from Asheville, North Carolina, which is a place that I wanted to visit, had actually thought of retiring there at one time. So at some point, you know, we reached out to each other. It's like, I'm going to be passing through there. Why don't we, you know, have a drink or coffee or something? Yeah. For, at first you said, how about coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you were working or in school, in nursing school or something that day. And so, I wasn't in school yet. I was working. I may have been going to school part-time. I don't know. I may have been done with my anatomy and physiology classes at that point. Yeah. Maybe. But I do remember, because I do remember there was a like one of those downtown after five things going on. Right. And I was like, I'll meet you at Malaprops, you know, which is a local bookstore in town. That is the coolest bookstore. I know. Bookstore, coffee shop, yes. and, the, and the wide variety of, of yes. books. Yes, yes. You know. um, that's where I first discovered Walter the Farting Dog, by the way. Oh, okay. And that's another story, folks, yeah. but we'll, we'll try to stay focused. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we chit-chatted. I, I found you, and we chit-chatted. And mind you, this is the first time we had seen each other in person, like right. in face. FaceTime did not ex- exist at that point. Right. And we hadn't even talked to each other on the phone. No, no. You know, uh-uh. it was all just, you know, um, responding to the blog. Yeah. Like comments, you know, yeah, kind of like yeah. Facebook stuff. But right. it was the middle of the day or something. And Bernie's like, well, you know, let's, you know, go for coffee or something. He's like, you know, I know this great place down in the corner, Flying Frog Cafe. You want to get a <laughs> glass of wine? Yeah. And so we went for that glass of wine, and we chit-chatted. I think we had a snack, and then we went and 
had some pizza, pizza at their local yeah. pizza yeah. joint, and then we've been friends ever since. Yeah, and it, you know, it's just amazing. And that's something when we suggested, when I suggested to you, or you suggested to me, yeah. you know, because you're visiting us here for my wedding reception. It's like, well, yeah, you know, I could be on your blog. You know, yeah. and I think you're, the topic you suggested, and it's an interesting one, especially from a boomer perspective, but really from anybody's, can men and women be friends right. and not be in a relationship? Right. You know, and I've always thought that was the case. Um, but, I mean, we're living proof of it. And, right. You know, yeah. and, the, and our friendship is, you know, goes back to, well, when do we meet? It was 2010, I think. Well, well, 2010 is when I first came to D.C., but you came to Asheville in 2009, maybe. It was 2009. That was the 2009, 2008, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so much of our friendship developed just with, you know, AOL uh, instant messenger at first. Yeah, yeah. And and then texting because we were both new to can't believe we were new to texting right and that was right. with the old flip phones where yeah you you know if like if you wanted to you know if a, a letter started with a z it's like you the the key that had w x y z you have to yeah tap you have it to four tap, times yeah. to get a z you have to tap it multiple times yeah Jeez. and 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 it's what's so funny is most of the people that were at your reception knew how we met or how we were connected, but there were still like one or two like, well, how do you know Bernie? Yeah. And I'm like, and I think it's one of my favorite things for us to do because they, people ask, well, how do y'all know each other? It's like, well, we met online <laughs> and then, and then uh, people's eyes get really big, eyes, yeah. you know, they're like, really? And I was yeah. like, but it wasn't that way, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then we tell the story. They're like, oh, how very cool. Yeah. Like, wow. So. Yeah. Well, it took my now wife, Jennifer, a little while to understand and accept that. Right. But, you know, we visited you together um, in 2014, I think. I can't believe it's been that long since I've been to Asheville. I know. But you've been here a few times at least. But yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I was going to Asheville a couple of times a year for a while there. Beautiful place. I mean, I really was thinking of retiring there at some yeah. point. That was my first interest. Forbes magazine had put out, put in, and Money magazine, they each put out these um, best places to do this, that, or the other. And one mm-hmm. of them regularly is best places to retire. And uh, and Asheville was always on the top 10, yeah. frequently in number one. One place you and I used to stop all the time was that book exchange. Yeah. It's like, it's a bookstore, coffee bar, wine bar, all, yeah. in, all in one. And there's a little upstairs part. And I still remember the first time I visited you after I met Jennifer. And we get settled in with our glass of wine and we're sitting at that. And the first question you said... Tell me about this Jennifer person. Right. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, and here we are 10 years later. This Jennifer person's my wife. Right. And you are now part of our circle of friends. The three of us did a lot right. of stuff on your visit here. Right. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, very grateful. It's very interesting how our how we met and, you know, our friendship slash fiendship. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I made, a, I made a typo once in a text, and it came out fiend. And, and it just fit been perfectly, our, yeah. Yeah, it does. Fit yeah. perfectly. Yeah. And uh, Jen came into your life, and I was able to say, I told you so. That's right, because, yeah, you kept telling me <laughs> the right person's going to come along at some point. I did. So, yeah. yeah. Um, wow, what a journey. Yes, yes. Well, since this is boomer randomness, any other random boomer observations to close this out? Oh, goodness. No. Um, Tell us more. Teach us more. Write down your stories. 
you know, share your stories um, because those are pieces of lost history that we don't know or haven't experienced. And I think we can still learn from that, too, from our future. But, yeah, write down those stories, folks. Tell us tell it us all. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Leah Schultes, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Woohoo! Former bartender, presently a nurse. (laughs) Yes, yes. True story, folks. Yep. Hey, here's what's coming up on Boomer Randomness. I don't know what's coming up yet. (laughs) I'm still working on that long overdue Woodstock episode, um, talking about Boomer dating. And, uh, you know, it is Boomer Randomness, so more random topics coming up. Learn more about Boomer Life and sign up for episode updates at boomerrandomness.com. And check us out on the Boomer Randomness Facebook. Okay, Boomer, thanks for listening. And tell everyone you know about Boomer Randomness.